Hey people, I hope all of you are doing great. I should be doing some assignments right now, but I'm recording this instead. That is how committed I am to this podcast. Not really, I'm just bored, but let's assume that it's the former. Also, podcast stats are supposed to go up, but for me, it has been evolving a little bit backwards. I started off with a 30 and then a 20, and last episode, I ended up with a perfect 10, and 5 out of those 10 streams were me. I just wanted to make a whole number, don't blame me. But as I mentioned previously, I don't care about the demand. This is a free market and what if demand doesn't equal supply and create the equilibrium? Who cares? I will make my own equilibrium. Wow, I should become a motivational speaker. Alright, that's enough badly explained economics for the day. Let us move on to today's episode. Today, I thought I would split this into two parts. Firstly, we will be looking at some weird words from the English language. I will be guessing the meanings for these words and then we will see what the actual meanings are. Disclaimer, I am very dumb and therefore if you already know these words, I am sorry you have to listen to me butcher the meaning. Let us begin this adventure. The first word on the list is gerrymandering. I guess the gerrymandering was being very nitpicky or choosy or being very clear about what you want. Or it could also be trying to assemble all the jerrys living in the world into one place. But I was not right, as usual. It actually means to divide something in such a way so as to give an unfair political advantage to one of the sides. The word comes from combining the words Jerry and Salamander. So this mayor, called Jerry, redrew the Massachusetts State Senate election districts to benefit his party in the elections. And this looked like a salamander. Therefore, we have the word gerrymandering. It is quite beautiful if you ask me. The next word on our list is kekorhafiophobia. I am sure that I pronounced that wrong, but we will move on. Is it like the fear of eating kakra or something is the first thing that came to my mind? But then I tried to make a sensible guess and concluded that it was the fear of crabs, but that wasn't right either. I failed at making the right guess. And guess what this word means? It is actually the fear of failure. So I mean, should I be afraid of myself? Alright, that was a bad joke. Let's move on. The next word on our list is nebbish. N-E-B-B-I-S-H. And I guess that it was a slang term for being hungry, someone who keeps wanting to nibble something. I am super nebbish, as in I really want to nibble something. But unfortunately, that wasn't right. Are you even surprised at this point? Anyway, it actually means somebody who is timid, feeble or scared of things. The last word on our list is chiasmus. It sounds like a name of a plant and that is what I guessed, but this word is actually quite interesting. It is a rhetorical figure in which words or concepts are repeated in the reverse order. The grammar of one phrase is inverted in the second phrase. I'm sure all of us must have come across this at some point, but I didn't know the word for it till today. Here is an example from literarydevices.net. You forget what you want to remember, but you remember what you want to forget. One more example, this is a beautiful quote from Voltaire. The instinct of a man is to pursue everything that flies from him and fly from everything that pursues him. It is something that you can use in your poems and your speeches to make it a bit cooler. Also, the first two words were taken from a list made by www.ef.com and the next two words were taken from a list made by BuzzFeed. So if you want to know more words, then go check them out. Since we saw a lot about words today, I thought we could end this episode by knowing a bit more about one of the most famous word games that we know and love today, Scrabble. 
There's even a Scrabble World Championship and the reigning champion is Mr. Nigel Richards from New Zealand. And he has won the title a staggering five times. I, on the other hand, still Google the spelling of tomorrow sometimes. The championship itself was held every second year from 1991 to 2013. But then they made it a yearly event. Let's move a bit into Scrabble's history. I collected the information from scrabble.hasbro.com. Hasbro is a company that sells Scrabble boards. They have a comprehensive history page. So if you're interested, please go read that. If you're okay with a badly summarized version, as usual, listen on. The Great Depression of 1929 put a lot of people out of work. An architect named Alfred Mosher Butts was also out of work. In 1933, he invented the popular Scrabble game that we know today. When he studied games, he split them into three. Bingo games, move games like chess and checkers, and word games. He noted that word games weren't as popular because they didn't have a scoring system. But think about it though, the scoring system helps us determine a winner, and a winner gets bragging rights, and bragging rights are great, and the foundation for the bragging rights is the scoring system. So yeah, he was on to something. Scoring system is great. It is said that Butts studied the front page of the New York Times to make his calculations for the letter distribution in the game. But success did not come to him easily. The concept became a reality only when Butts met James Bruno, who was an entrepreneur who was really into games. Before that, he was turned down by many people. They together came up with the word Scrabble as well, and slowly Scrabble gained popularity and became a sensation that we know today. That is where we will end today. This is a brief history of Scrabble. Also this week I bought a set of two books written by the same author because I found it for a very cheap price online. Wait, if you can actually guess the name of the two books with the information that I just provided you, then I will mail you a bar of chocolate. I will do it if you get it right. Also this episode was supposed to be about Move, but guess what? Move does not even have a Wikipedia page. Some other podcast and music page called Move shows up when I type in Move in Wikipedia. So I think we need to start a Wikipedia page for Move because Move is great and deserves a lot of love and respect. All right then, until next time, it is Guy3 signing off. Thank you for listening.